Welcome to My Creative Corner 3, a podcast about quilting, creativity, and life in a northern town. Feel free to leave comments on the show notes at mycreativecorner3.wordpress.com and let's keep the conversation going online. My name is Vicki and welcome to the podcast. October is the month that has gifts that keep on giving. Yep, it is the month of the first colds of the season, and I finally got it. But, you know, it could be worse. Just a little sniffle. I haven't been knocked down by it. And I don't plan on getting knocked down by any illness very much till after the first of the year when I get more sick time at work. Yeah, I still have vacation time, but we have specific pots of time off for sick vacation and personal time. And since I had a family member ill and I went to physical therapy, I got surprised for the first time in many, many years. I am out of my sick time before the end of the season. You know, I just hate the fall at the end of it. We have no fall color. It's not snowing yet. It's gray. It's rainy. It's time we have to like do all the unpleasant things of life, like reevaluate your insurance programs and start looking at budgets for the winter and into the next year. And, you know, that's the part I don't like about fall. We really have had a lot of gray days. It gets dark pretty early and we're going to do daylight savings time this next weekend. So we're going to be in the really short daylight hours. So I'm finding that I have to really play around with my Instagram pictures for lighting. I got to be real fiddly with um, any videoing and Instagram stories that I'm doing. And I find that to be really quite tedious. However, I'm going to stick with it. I'm going to try to make it work. So a little announcement. I want to try to upgrade my Instagram account to being a little more cohesive. Um, I used to do a lot of different photo a day projects on it when I first started Instagram. And my quilting things and family life. And it was kind of a real big mishmash of a journal and uh, experimental photographs and all kinds of stuff. And it's to change the name to Vicki L. Holloway Quilting. Don't forget the L because there's lots of Vicki Holloways out there, believe it or not. And I'm working on a daily creative prompt challenge. Now, this is something that we've been doing on my Facebook page, um, My Creative Corner 3, for a long time. But I wanted to get more formal with it this fall. And I'm doing a graphic a month to try to help people recognize that it's the daily prompt challenge. Um, you can join in and on Instagram using the hashtag MyCreativeCorner3. And I also put a couple of other things on there for hashtags like a daily creative prompt challenge. Uh, it's been a lot of fun. I've had a couple of people join in um, on the Facebook page. We're getting really creative for as few minutes every day trying to keep us going throughout the fall and winter and I know a lot of people are in the making things for Christmas phase so maybe this will help you stay motivated and keep 
your daily creativity muscle exercised. Um, I find that when I'm doing these daily prompt challenges, I feel very creative and I come up with fantastic ideas. And that was what happened when I um, came up with the Moda Bake Shop pattern was during a time where I was really doing some deeply um, quirky creative prompt challenges. We were doing things like make a flat lay, make a collage out of paper and things like that. And we're going to do that again. I'm thinking in December, we'll do a lot more things that are just quick little activities. Some of them are just thinking exercises that really help with creativity too. So you're going to see a little bit of a revamp on my Instagram feed to be a little more cohesive about quilting and quilting things. I'm really working on using stories and using the podcast to be this fun place where we can have a community and keep talking about all that kind of stuff online and commenting and in the group, whatever place you find it to be most convenient. So what have I been up to this week? Well, it has been a week of having a little sniffly cold, but I had some of the best times I've had in a long time. And also there have been some other times that were not so best. And that's usually related to things happening and changes. We're still working on a transition to a new processing computer at work, which has been a little more stressful for me than I anticipated. And I've talked about that before. Um, but the best of times are the things that I want to focus on because I got to do a trunk show at the Mid-Michigan Quilters Guild in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. It was a great time. There were about 80 people who were there and I took uh, close to 20 quilts and talked an hour about their quilt story and how I work on quilts in 15 to 20 minute increments and, you know, when you think about it, the biggest project was, you know, that I didn't take, but over the last couple of years that I did in 15 minutes a day was the Tulip Pink City Sampler because there's a hundred blocks in it. So it took me several months to just piece it. Some other quilts were block of the, you know, block of the month kind of things, free patterns. Um, some were from Pat Sloan, from, some were from other challenges and blog hops. But really and truly, you know, I can piece the top and get it quilted, not in um, a really long period of time, if I do it in 15 minute increments, most days of the week. And I really do. I am finding that scheduling my social media like that, I've turned off push notifications on a lot of, in fact, all of my social media and trying to schedule it, trying to have a rhythm to the day, a structure so that I'm not feeling like I'm constantly being bombarded with distractions so I can really focus on the things that I need to focus on. That was the best time. I showed the quilts up close and personal to people during the break who wanted to come up and see things. They asked great questions. What was, how were certain stitches made? You know, what was the pattern? Um, the quilt that everyone liked so much was my ribbon quilt that is a sampler of stitches and you know what's interesting is that quilt didn't make any quilt show but it seemed to be the most popular quilt it was a it's a batik bali pop quilt 
And I knew that that quilt didn't photograph well. And that because it's all grays and it's a very low volume quilt. But when you see it in person, there's just something about it that is, I don't know, you just can't put it in a photograph. So I had a great time with that. And then I took Wednesday off to recuperate because I knew we'd get in late. And I spent the day catching up on some things that I wanted to get done. Um, I even posted video on YouTube, um, did a free doodle video for the Our Creative Soul zine. They were extra bonus things for the pumpkin that was featured in the zine with a couple of extra doodles that make the pumpkin. I've been having a lot of fun. I have been working on this pumpkin every fall for a couple of seasons now. I don't think it's been three. I think it's been two. I really like this. There's no pressure. You get what you get done. And then, you know, if you don't, ha my whole pumpkin isn't done. And then the next year, if I run out of time before Halloween and I don't have any insp inspiring things to draw on it, then I'll get it out next year. I, I just really find that fun. I, I think it's cool to do that with Christmas projects. I think it's cool to do with um, even this jean jacket that I'm embroidering. It's a very slow stitching, slow drawing, slow process. But sometimes that's when the best work happens because you're taking your time, not ramming and jamming things, you know, let the creative ideas flow. And when I am inspired to do any of those projects, I do my best work. Now, what's really interesting about it is that um, I really like super long-term projects. Things like this embroidery project. I've got a lot of other ideas for instant gratification product projects, and I like those too. And they will be worked on over the next couple months for the next zine. But in quilting, in my instant gratification projects are postcards and minis. I have made a lot of queen size quilts over time and I've got some really big ones, but I want to work on a series of minis. I've been thinking about Gwen Marston's little sketches. Um, I went to the museum in Traverse City that had that whole series of Gwen's quilts and I am in love with mini quilts. I still, I started the idea last winter. And I have a couple small quilts made, but I want to make a series of 24 inch quilts. And, you know, they look fabulous together. If you went and saw any of the cherry wood um, quilt challenge quilts, they're all 24 inches and hung together. They look fabulous. And I want to do a whole wall of mini quilts or a wall of hooped embroidery and knitted things and just changing up the decor to be more textured and more natural fibers and make the home feel more cozy. I just like that cozy feeling. Um, it's, it's really something that is a rough balance of cozy, soft, and modern with this old house. So let's talk about this old house. The unexpected renovation of this old house so we are getting ready for winter and that means there's a lot of buttoning up things you got to do the leaves are not going to get raked because they have not all quite fallen from the trees and it's been doing nothing but rain so 
we'll do that in the spring. That's typical for us that the leaves don't all get raked and what naturally falls on the garden works as great overwinter mulch and we'll get it cleaned up in the spring. We had big holes in our driveway from just winter and erosion. So we got a big mountain of Afton stone delivered. Okay, it's not a big mountain, but it was a lot of stone. Afton stone is limestone and it has dust in it. And once it was delivered, the weather was beautiful the day it was delivered. And then it continued to pour for seven to 10 days every day after it was delivered and then it froze and my husband tried to hand shovel it he hurt his hand and it was just too much work and we weren't getting it done and the weather is just continuing to deteriorate so he went and found the best deal of the whole month at our local rental center they have construction equipment and you can rent what's called a bobcat with a scoop and in two hours, he had the whole thing done. He knows how to drive that kind of equipment because he does it all the time with his work with forklifts and driving big truck. But it was great. I couldn't believe it was such a tedious process when he filled in the holes and we still had all that dirt and gravel. And I'm telling you what, it's a new driveway. It looks fantastic. Um, we just have a couple more things outside to do to spiff up the house for next spring. Um, the weather holds, maybe we'll get the trim painted. If not, that'll be a spring project and a couple doors need some attention. But what's happening on the inside with our unexpected renovation of this old house? Well, not a whole lot and that's okay. I did make a decision on the paint colors. I went with the Sherwin-Williams color called, it's a gray white called Nuance. I'm going to join the white walls the Instagram look that's on everything because it looks best in this house with knowing that all of the fixtures that are original the trim the doors the vents they're all hundred year old dark wood and in the kitchen I have wood cabinets and what I'm going to do is this nuance is a white gray that's going to go through the back half of the house from the new fixtures, the gutted bathroom, all the way through to the new mudroom, kitchen, and hallway with a bright white ceiling. What I'm finding is you need to have a little bit of color in the white because otherwise you feel like you're in a snowball six months a year because it's super white. But when I painted the walls darker or a more vibrant color, it felt way too dark in here because we don't have a ton of light in the way this house is built and with the trees around it. Um, so going with that, I made a decision. It was really hard. Paint chips to me are the hardest thing. Going to a fabric store is much, much easier. And I'm hoping over the next couple weeks, we'll have the mudroom renovated. We'll have the flooring done. And before it gets cold and freezing, um, that the laundry will be relocated up on the main floor. And then over Christmas, when we're on vacation, the person doing our renovation wants to be busy during the holidays and that is when he's going to actually put in all the new fixtures and I can't wait for my walk-in tub. I'll probably keep talking about it but I'm so happy is that the roof that has been replaced has been watertight like I knew it would be once we had it fixed and the damage to the ceilings upstairs are minimal and really won't take much to fix. So 
we're making progress. At first, you know, you start looking at things, and I have fixtures stuffed all over the house. You know, I have a um, shower in an extra bedroom and flooring somewhere else, and you start getting overwhelmed thinking it's, it's just too much work. And then I had to stop. How do I make a quilt? A big quilt. I just told you, 15 minutes a day, right? But I can't do this kind of work, and it sits and weighs on me sometimes. And I'm like, oh, it'll get done. Because the person who does this kind of work, he's an expert at it, and that's how he works too. A little bit every day until you get to a natural stopping point, and then you come back and you do more. He's an excellent, excellent person, and I know the project will be done well, and it's going to be great. And I honestly am so excited about it, I can hardly contain myself. I, yeah, the fixtures in my bathroom, if you haven't been listening, um, this bathroom is a time capsule to probably the late 60s, early 70s, with everything a beige almond with the tiles and the sink and toilet, with no finish left on most of it, and it's just beyond needing to be repaired. So lots of excitement in the renovation, however, it's slow. It's not like a 30-minute show on HGTV or DIY Network, which, you know, you get in your brain that life is like that sometimes, right? It's a big project. You start it in 30 minutes. It's all wrapped up with a beautiful bow on top. Really, things are more like a marathon versus a sprint. I'm finding in life, and you just have to take it one day at a time, one step at a time. Oh, wait, one stitch, one block, one row at a time. So this has been the week of fabulous times, super, super um, people that I met and great times and sharing some of the most passionate things that I love to talk about. And I love to talk about it and share about it. You know, after going through the whole trunk show process, I need to get a little more polished on some things and complete some of my thoughts more. I think I, I, um, I'm a pretty harsh critic of that kind of thing with myself. And I know I'm going to keep working on a very good thread. We call it a golden thread um, in the business and healthcare where you can follow that golden thread from the beginning to the end of a person's chart and you know exactly what happens. And I think with a trunk show, it's easy to get disjointed, you know, where you don't have that golden thread of an idea that carries through the whole way because you're showing lots of quilts from different time periods. And I was finding that trying to keep that thread of continuity was, it was a little bit more challenging than I thought. But again, remember, I've only done a couple of trunk shows, so I'm getting there, getting better. And if you have a quilt guild that's in and around Northern Michigan, or something for far enough in advance where I could arrange a day off of work, I would love to come speak at it. Um, if you live out of Michigan and you'd like to have me come and speak, well, we could talk about it. I um, haven't had any phone calls for out-of-state trunk shows, but you never know. Uh, it could happen. And I just want to have everybody just be encouraged that you can do this. And the little bit of time every day was the most important thing that I conveyed to the people at the trunk show. So let me know what you think about my updated Instagram feed. 
and the lives. Check them out. Um, some of them are just uh, ridiculous because <laughs> you think you know what you're doing and then you post it and you're like half your head's cut off and stuff like that. And you know what? It's funny. I'm getting there. Uh, the other thing I want to encourage you to do is sign up for my newsletter. I'm going to do that once or twice a month. I'm, I'm thinking more monthly. My original idea was twice a month, but I'm thinking monthly is more realistic, but occasionally I may throw in a second one a month to talk about something special that's going on. And my next news newsletter is going to have a link pack with five things that I'm loving right now. And that will come out at the, the beginning of November, which is really much closer than my brain wants to think. Um, please like and share the podcast. Please you know, check out my blog at mycreativecorner3.wordpress.com. And I also have a patron page. If you like what's happening here, you can do a one-time gift, you know, on the blog under You Can Help. And there's a patron page where you could give a monthly gift. And I, I really, really appreciate those who have been supporting me monthly and have been faithful. It really helps. Um, you know, there's, just so many things you want to do and it takes a little bit of resources sometimes to be able to do them and I I thank you I thank you all for listening and I hope that you were inspired today to be creative quilt on everyone mm-hmm.